Welcome to Local Matter Sports. This is your host, Sam Brooks. We've got some special guests in the studio today. Alec Wilson, Upperman High School baseball fame, is here in the studio. And I got his father, who I've known for a long time, big buddy of mine, uh, Turf Masters Master, <laughs> uh, Matt Wilson, is in the house. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Man, it's great to have you guys. Uh, to be transparent uh, about the show today, I really you know, want to take a look at the recruiting process that you're going through, Alec. Um, you've been working on this for a long time, all the way down to, you know, when you were seven, eight years old playing baseball and traveling all around the place. And we're going to really chronicle that today. And uh, to be transparent, you know, you I, I do something on the side called CSA Prep Star. I've been doing it for about nine years now. And you're actually on our program. And we're going to talk a little bit about that perspective. Um to really take a look at what's involved in the recruiting process. And I know there's other folks that, that are on your team as far as getting your name out to college coaches all around the country, and, and especially with all the traveling that you guys do. And really want to take a good look at that. Recruiting nowadays is, is a, it's almost a job. You know, and, uh, when, when I was in school way back and, you know, I played, it was lucky enough to get a scholarship to Tennessee Tech, and I had five offers at that time. And, and what – what recruiting was at that time versus what it is today is, is night and day. But I just just want to chronicle that as as we go through your your career. We're going to have you guys back on the show uh, several times and hopefully get into uh, winning a state championship this year at, at Upperman High School, which was anytime you get to the state tournament, it's a big thing. But winning a state tournament, you you got to have a lot of luck uh, along the way, a lot of skilled players, good coaching. You know, it's kind of the total package when you make it that far and, and you're lucky enough to – good enough uh, to win a state championship and bring home that gold ball. So that was something that's uh, very special, and, and we'll get a chance to hopefully talk a little bit about that. Um, let's take it back to the beginning, though, Matt. Uh, you know, you guys have, at a lot of expense, have put a lot into this process. Um, but let's go back to when he was in – what's the smallest uh, team uh, age-wise that you can remember that Alec played for? Well, he, of course, you know, they always go back to T-ball. And I guess his first coach at T-ball was Brian Dudney. And, oh, that's uh, a good one. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Good good man. Uh, him and Todd Hudson and uh, uh, Ryan Smith was first uh, his coaches in T-ball. And those, uh, those three helped lay a foundation for him to love the game. Um, but then after T-ball went on, I had some guys that – I went to school with and um, Brent Bush and Robert Shanks and Johnny Allison. We all had boys the same age, and hey, we said, hey, let's kind of put these guys together and and try to help them out and go from there. And it just it went, you know, with them guys. It was it was great because we all thought alike and um, and they're really good friends of mine even to this day. So that helped a whole lot, and we had the same kind of vision. So. It started so, from there. So, Alec, what what's your remembrance of those very young days? It's just it's about having fun at that mm -hmm. time, and and you probably don't know anything about college <laughs> at that time, but you're just really getting started in the basis of understanding baseball. I mean, at that time, you're not really thinking about that college stuff. It's just all about having fun with your friends out there at the field. And I mean, it's awesome still friends to those guys these day to this day. So, I mean, it's awesome. So you, you transition. You know, from Little League and, and T-ball, and, you know, you're talking seven, eight, nine, ten years old, and, and travel ball has mm -hmm. become such a, a, a needed, 
um, popular thing nowadays. And, and I, I'm reluctant to say this, but sometimes it becomes almost more important than a high school season because you're talking about most of the time in that situation bringing in the best of the best into a tournament situation on weekends Mm -hmm. and with families that travel uh, to be able to be involved with something like that. Um, And the biggest thing uh, with uh, the AAU or the travel ball is – the coaches actually get the opportunity to attend some of these events, mm-hmm. whereas in high school, they're playing when you're playing. Mm-hmm. So recruiting at that time is, is very hard for them to do. I mean, they're on the road three, four times a week in college, sometimes playing baseball, and they don't have time um, to recruit. So they, they rely on recruiting services or conversations with athletes they're interested in just to keep up with, with what's going on in their high school. But that had to lead into a situation at some point in time, Matt, where you felt like, you know, this in the future is maybe something Alec and other players that you're associated with will be interested in. When did you start thinking about college? And then I'm going to turn that to you after him, Alec, and when did you start thinking about college? Um, I don't know if we really started thinking about college until probably his – 13-U year after the 12-U season ended um, because um, we were fortunate. I mean, we were blessed to have some amazing athletes on that team and to be, you know, ranked top three in the country from some guys from Baxter, Tennessee. We had some Cookville kids and um, had some kids from Nashville that joined us as well. And and. I would say that 13-U year, whenever you got on the big field and you started seeing, you know, I think that was the first time on the travel circuit that I saw college coaches, you know, at a tournament. And I'm like, wow, this is they're 13 years old. We're yeah. starting to think about college already. So yeah. that was, I would say at that age, probably whenever we first the light bulb went off. I've got to agree with him because – we're going to uh, Lake Point in Georgia in the fall to play a tournament, and you don't really think about it a lot whenever before you go. So we go down there, and there's just like 20, 30 college coaches just standing around different fields, just watching different people. So, I mean, that's when I, I'd probably start thinking about it. Then it's starting to get real. So, And, and that's early. Yes. You know, and, and football is different. You know, there's not a lot of off-season work unless it's seven-on-seven seven or camps mm-hmm. at a school. So it's a different animal than baseball and basketball and some of the other sports. Um, I, th- I think for the majority of the folks out there, it's maybe ninth grade. Mm-hmm. You know, they even start thinking about that. And so it, it's definitely uh, baseball is a different animal in it the is. fact that it's so developed in the summertime. And, you know, when when we were growing up, it was Babe Ruth. That's right. You know, and we, we the only opportunity we got to go play was if you won <laughs> and, and you could go play another <laughs> town that's right in in the babe ruth it was kind of similar and then all of a sudden the the summer tournaments start popping up and one place that sticks out in my mind is down there in uh alabama at uh it's outside of birmingham hoover hoover alabama and the Mm -hmm. the park that they've got out there that the sec championship is played at Mm -hmm. uh the met yeah Yeah. it's just an incredible if you go down there people just don't realize how big that place is i mean (laughs) 16 soccer fields (laughs) yeah you know they they play football uh eleven on or seven on seven football there too. They do everything there: they soccer, do. basketball, volleyball, baseball. You know it's just an incredible venue, mm-hmm. uh, first of all. But to see 
that many teams involved in something, especially when you're 12 and 13 years old, is incredible. Oh, yeah. I mean, just all the athletes that we've played against, um, it's just crazy to know, like, now you're seeing kids starting to commit other places, and you're like, wow, we're really playing against him. So that's just so cool. And then meet, meeting him after the game is just awesome. So the camaraderie and stuff is really good with different teams and different players. Let's let's touch on real quick, man. We're talking to Alec Wilson, Upperman High School baseball player, and Matt Wilson, his daddy. <laughs> and uh, let's touch on this for just a second because I really want to give the folks out there a good understanding of what you guys are doing as well as many other families. Um, the, the expense of this hmm. and being away from – you know, sometimes you can take your entire family, but you've got a daughter, and, and i got to get back to that because mama's going to kill me if I don't introduce <laughs> the family. Um, uh, the expense of that is tough on families, but something uh, they put a lot of time and effort into making happen. It is. Um, we were very fortunate. Uh, we, Alec, let me rephrase that. Alec was very fortunate um, to be invited to play for the Knights organization out of Nashville very prestigious organization in the country, one of the top ones in the country. And um, whenever he he decided to do that, you know, we sat down as a family, hey, we only do things one way. That's all the way. It's nothing's halfway with us. And uh, the expense involved, yes. Can, and people have asked us and told us time and time again, you know, well, you're spending X dollars, $2,500 to be on the team. Then you're buying uniforms, then you're going to hotels, then you're doing meals, then you got airplane. You know, they tell us, look, you could have paid for a college scholarship by that. Well, yeah, you probably could have, but you're not going to get the competitiveness. Now, you're not going to get the ability to, to succeed as well as fail because failure is very important for these kids as much as success is because they got to be able to handle both. Um, being away from my family is hard on me. You know, it's hard on him, too, because we're tight. You know, my daughter, she's playing volleyball and basketball and such, and my wife's working at the restaurant all the time. And, hey, it's 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 hard. I mean, it's real hard. But we try our best, and, you know, later on in life, they'll see what we do. And we don't want them to even think about it right now because that's not what it's about. So I was supposed to start with that, so I'm going to go back to it right now. So <laughs> let's, let's talk about the family because Nicole's going to kill me if I don't come back <laughs> to that. So uh, you have to have a, a good mama, mm-hmm. a, a good wife that 100%. takes care of the daughter, takes 100%. care of everything else that needs to be taken care of while you guys are gone uh, on some of these trips. And sometimes they get to go you know, right. with you. That's right. So let's let's introduce your, your wife and, and daughter. <laughs> well, my wife is Nicole Wilson, uh, 95 graduate at Cookville High School. Um, met her in college, and I've said it to you before, and I'll say it to everybody, I'll kick my coverage. Yeah. I mean, uh, the best thing that happened to me by far. Um, daughter, um, she's 12, Liliana. She loves basketball and volleyball, and, hey, well, that – they help make, I mean, they complete our family as, I mean, they're just, they're the best. We couldn't ask for anybody. He couldn't ask for a better sister, and uh, I dang sure couldn't ask for a better daughter. I'm so glad we got that in. I'm, I'm off the hook now. <laughs> and, and that's going to take us to the end of the first segment. I appreciate you doing that. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, for those two, you know, they, they play a big role in this 100%. team. 100%. Without them, we couldn't do what we do for sure. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back.
What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back to Local Matter Sports. This is your host, Sam Brooks. Again, I have in the studio Alec Wilson, Upperman High School baseball pitcher extraordinaire. And then Matt Wilson, his father. We're taking a look at recruiting process, and he's very early uh, in that, uh, really getting started this past year and, and uh, understanding that he really wants to play college baseball. As we left, we are talking about the family sitting down, having a good conversation about that and what it was going to take. Um to really make that a reality or at least give it the best opportunity they could. And that leads us into high school. Uh, so you made the decision um, to go down west at Upperman High School. Mom's a couple high school graduates, so I'm sure you could have went either way. Uh, and uh, selection of a smaller school, I remember talking to you about it, was a, a big thing for you. Um, pretty good baseball tradition. Um, down at Upperman High School. And and so you ended up going to Upperman Middle School and then going right into high school in, in your ninth grade year was this past year. Your first year in high school was a state championship <laughs> at Upperman High School. How awesome was that? It was awesome. Words words can't explain the words can't explain how exciting it was that whole year. I mean, it was just awesome. The ups and downs are a part of the whole season, but I mean you can't get any better go out on top so team the team was awesome our team like bonding and stuff was incredible our team had so much chemistry and we knew whenever we got there we was like we got here so we might as well just come here and win it so yeah that's a good way to look at it and you know mm-hmm. you you talk about the tradition a, a tradition of upperman high school baseball and, and that all started years ago with a guy named wayne shanks and i've had him on this show and he's excellent you know storyteller Great to have him. Matter of fact, I just talked to him this last weekend in the golf tournament I played. I'm gonna have him back on the show, and then to follow that up with with his son who played for him at Upperman High School, and then now as the coach. And you know, the the tough thing for West Coach West Shanks was having to start your career going through the COVID situation. Mm-hmm. And that first year when he was at Upperman mm-hmm. High School, basically that's when COVID hit. Right when baseball mm-hmm. got started, they barely got out on the field to play. And then the rest of the season was canceled. That's right. And so to have your first season as a head coach start out like that, we, we talked about it when he was on the show, was really tough. But then to come back in that first solid year that you got back and everybody got back to win a state championship uh, when I talked to him was just incredible. Uh, tell me a little bit about, from a, both a, a player and a parent perspective, you're new to the team. Mm-hmm. So going in as a ninth grader and the first time you walked out on the field for practice – what were your expectations after all of this COVID stuff? Well, I mean, it was 
it was really different because I mean, just like a lot of people change the way they act just by, I mean, by it, everybody's extra cautious. And I mean, but I feel like stuff didn't really change as much in the sports world. Everybody just wanted to play. So everybody just wanted to get back out on the field and just do their thing. So that's all there is to it really. So business usual to you. I mean, you, you were playing all summer long, so that took you Mm -hmm. right into the first of the season and and even tryouts. Um, So any nervousness when you went out to the high school field? I don't think so because, I mean, I feel like my whole life I've played against some of the, like, best competition you can. So, I mean, it's just really like another game, another challenge to step into. So Matt, from a a parent's perspective, you know, watching people – and other families grow up, whether it be at Cooper High School, Monterey, you know, around this area, um, and knowing what's involved in your son or daughter playing sports at a particular school, what were what was your thoughts going into that first year at Upperman High School? You know, I just guess we prepare them, um, try to prepare them, you know, to to do their best, you know. And I didn't think that he would have a problem at all. Uh, because, like he said, you know, we've played against the best competition in the country from 7U to 12U. And back to that, whenever we put that group together, we hoped that a lot of them guys would stay together and play on that high school team. Well, there's seven, six or seven of those guys that we had an opportunity to coach from 7 to 12 that play on that team now that's played against some of the best. And, you know, it's nothing against Cookville High School while we didn't go there. Sure. Or it's, you know, I'm a B. I grew up a B. I'll always be a B. My wife, Cookville Cav, hey, we've got a lot of friends up there and support a lot of them. And, um, and that's, I just feel like, you know, a lot of people say, well, you can't, it's hard to be for them if you're from there, if you're from there. If you no, be for everybody. Root for everybody because I promise you, no matter where you go, there's somebody out there rooting for your son to either fail or not do well. You know, don't be that person. You know, root for everybody to get better. And I think that whenever he went down there and uh, he stepped on the field and as a freshman, there was some leadership out there that's going to be missed. You know, you got Carter Shanks is an absolutely outstanding athlete, one of the best athletes I've ever watched. You got Caleb Rowden, who was uh, a, a great young man, good leader, and Will Penland, who played first base and was, and I told him multiple times, whenever Alec was pitching and he would calm him down. I mean, that's that was leadership to me to see a kid like that just, you know, hey, go do your thing. And the kids the kids out there, they Alec mentioned earlier, their chemistry was second to none. And that was fun to see. I mean, for him to get the opportunity to play a little as a freshman was, was very good. And I'm proud of that. Yeah, and you, you talk about the – the high school thing, and I'm I'm like you. I've I've had the awesome opportunity to coach at Cookville and also coach at Upperman, and mm-hmm. they they both are very different schools, yes. but uh, both very good at what they do. Um, Cookville, of course, is a much bigger school. Upperman is fastly gaining in size. They I mean, are. the the growth mm-hmm. of the west side of our community is the fastest growing in Putnam County, sure. and you can just see that the two new neighborhoods that are down mm-hmm. there, right next to Upperman High School you know, that are going to continue to provide numbers. And I think we went over 900, you know, for the first time ever um, this year. So that <laughs> that side of the, the county is really growing. But I'm, I'm like you, you know, you got to be a supporter, of every, including Monterey. That's right. You know, everybody in the county, you've got to be a good supporter, except when you play them. That's right. You know, when you play them, it's, it's both teams want to win, and, and, and that's understood. And 
that's the way it should be. That's right. But other than that, they are all kids within this community that deserve that support, you know, no, no matter where they play. That's correct. And, uh, you know, to, to go into that situation and then end up with a state championship that first year, uh, based on what you just said, there you have to have great leadership. At, you do. And, and the coaching staff and the players and the senior leaders, no, no doubt. And I'm sure they will be sorely missed they, as you go into next season. They will, and, you know, from – from Coach Shanks to Coach King and Coach Allen, you know, those three guys were really good. Um, uh, coach Shanks done a great job. Coach King is pitching coach and um, played there as well as Coach Shanks did. And, and then Coach Allen, he was the he was the dugout dad and he kept everything light and he was um, he was he was really good. He'll be missed. I think he stepped away, but um, we were fortunate um, to be able to sit back as parents to watch them grow and go through the ups and the downs because there was some downs in the sure. year there was and um mm-hmm. uh, and then there was some extremely highs or it was it was a roller coaster for sure well just a fantastic season and, and mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of negativity about social media out there but <laughs> someone like me who wasn't able to go to the games as much i was able to follow that entire season from start to finish and know what happens and mm-hmm. sometimes it was even broadcast oh yeah you know where you could see a little bit of it so i'm a, I'm kind of a big fan of social media when it's used the right way <laughs> um but uh it, it was nice being able to watch the the chase and especially when you got into the state tournament just really awesome uh, and, and for a place like upperman to win two in one year is unheard of so you know, I, uh, I heard the they calling it title town tennessee or something yeah. and the lady bees i mean they the program that Coach McWilliams got right there is just second to none, and and the 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 tradition of the high school baseball program is picking back up, and and not to say it's fallen off because they've been to the state in the past too, and but I'm telling you it's um it's the lot, and Coach Kane's doing a great job with that football program, and sure that's um, from volleyball to softball all the way around. That's they've got it going on down there. No doubt about that. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Local Matter Sports. This is your host, Sam Brooks. Got Alec Wilson and Matt Wilson in the studio today. Alec's a sophomore baseball player now down at Upperman High School. We were just talking about the state championship when we went to break. We're going to really dive in, guys, to the recruiting process because it's really heated up for you. And, uh, Matt, you talked about the the travel and and all that was involved in, in getting your son out there. Um, for the past several years and you mentioned something that was odd to me about you know some folks have questioned that a little bit in the expense that it takes and I definitely understand that argument uh, and then you talk about multi-sport athletes nowadays mm-hmm. you know Alec played basketball up until last year that's right and with the way that his recruiting is going now you know made the decision to really concentrate on on baseball but up until that point, up until your 10th grade year, you played multiple sports. And I've talked to a lot of college coaches out there who really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the work has gone to a different level now because mm-hmm. you're, you're going into your sophomore year. Um, you've had the luxury of being able to communicate with some of these coaches now um, through the recruiting service that you guys are on and some other modes uh, of delivery that uh, other folks that are out there helping you and working for you so i really want to dive into that now and i'm i'm taking a look at your csa profile uh, collegiate sports of america profile right now and you know you've got folks talking to you uh, university of louisville's on there 
you got the big and the smaller Tuscan college in, in mm-hmm. Tennessee, uh, is on there. Um, uh, I mean, I could go Columbia state, um, Alabama, Tennessee, Seton hall, Memphis, you know, just to name a few of about 1,368 <laughs> contacts. That's both something very special, mm-hmm. but something also that takes a lot of your time. And as time goes on, you know, until you make your decision will be something that, you know, I, I hope you're, you're always proud of and thankful for mm-hmm. because there's a lot of kids that would give anything mm-hmm. uh, to have a little bit of that. Sure. Um, so, you know, a blessing and a curse, you know, because of time and time is tough. It is. You know, so uh, let, let's get your thought process on the recruiting process so far for you. I mean, I think it's awesome and i mean it can be nerve-wracking sometimes as well but i couldn't do what i do right now without my family either i mean they play a huge role in everything i do i wouldn't be able to do this without them all their support but uh i mean i just think it's very special and just being able to communicate with these coaches and stuff is awesome i'm very lucky to have something like that to be able to do that with and i mean sometimes i mean (laughs) you don't you don't really want to support one team because you got all these other people looking at you as well. So you don't you don't really want to <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know how to say it break a bridge early because you just have all these people looking at you. So I, it's awesome. Well, special moment for you I know early was the opportunity to go up to the University of Tennessee's camp and meet the coach there. Can tell us a little bit about that. I know that was special to you because I know you guys are huge UT fans. <laughs> I'm not. That, that's okay. Um, but huge UT fans. T- tell me a little bit about that and, and being able to get on campus. Going up there was awesome. I've been up there probably 50 times in my life, but Coach Vitello, <laughs> I mean, I know some people don't like him, but off the field, he's an amazing, amazing dude. He uh, He talks to you like he knows he's known you for 10 years it's great respectable respectful uh but critiques you when you need it too so i I like that as well about him well he uh he is definitely an intense individual but no doubt a very good coach and man i think we had a story the vanderbilt coach coach corbin was at uh one of the uh, tournaments that you guys were at and you had a a quick opportunity to meet him. T- tell that story, Matt, that you told me previously. We, I guess, I met him, I've met him t- multiple times, but the first time I met him was in an ALS walk um, back. Um, Alec was, I think, to 2008, 2007, eight, something like that. A uh, pretty special moment. I was talking to him and Rudy Kalis in Nashville, and um, my father-in-law, who was diagnosed with ALS at the time, and um, yeah, we went to that ALS walk, and I see Coach Corbin and uh, talking to Coach Corbin for a minute, and uh, he's sitting there talking to me, and he kind of looked over my shoulder while I was talking to him, and uh, and then he said, hold on just a second. So he turns and looks over. I turn and look over my shoulder and come walking through the park there in Nashville with his whole team arm-in-arm arm with Team Corbin's shirt on and didn't know that his father or his mother had ALS mm. and uh, – Talked to him then, but talking to him, we talked to him. I talked to him earlier this year at Lake Point, and uh, just a phenomenal man. I think he's a good builder of men, um, and that's a that's a big deal to me when you talk about this recruiting process. 
you're talking about the next four years of these young men's life. And um, wherever he goes, wherever that decision leads him, because that's ultimately his decision, and his mama will make that known that she wants just a little bit of influence, and that's understandable. But um, uh, we want to make sure that they baseball will end someday. Someday the game will end. We want to make sure wherever he goes is is he's built into a young man that, um, that we're going to be proud of, no doubt. But long time, it's baseball will end, and we want him to have a good school and good uh, future and career that way. And as as I look at your profile, um, you know you got schools like Duke, <laughs> Kansas State, Seton Hall, very high academic institutions, and their standards sometimes with a on up to an Ivy League school, you know, their standards are a little bit higher as far as getting in and academics become a very important thing because when it comes down to it and they're getting ready to make an offer to an individual, you're comparing apples to apples. That's right. So there's going to have to be something along the way that separates you because athletic ability a lot of times can be similar, almost Mm -hmm. the same from one athlete to another. So in your mind, where do academics fit in? Academics are very important. They're at the top. Uh, it's called student-athlete for a reason. Student comes first. You got to do good in school to be able to play. Um, if you, you can be as good as you want to be on the field, but if you aren't good in the classroom, then the opportunities will dwindle away as as they come. So I think that's a very important key in the recruiting, co- yeah, recruiting process. <laughs> By some guy, you know, I heard that exact statement. Some guy, I think his name is Nick Saban. <laughs> um, he said it's called student athlete for a reason because student comes first. That's right. Now that's pretty well said. Right there, <laughs> so. His mother and I really preach it and, um, power skills, a good thing. I'm glad we didn't have it when I was growing up, <laughs> but I won't say it's a really good thing. Um, we watch it and, um, we want our kids challenged. If you're going, we're going to challenge them on the field or in the, on the court, wherever we want them challenged in the classroom. And, um, because ultimately, like the game will end one day, and we want them as as prepared as we can be. And uh, thank goodness they got their smarts from their mother. Because <laughs> that's really for sure. I'll going. give an amen to that. That's for sure. <laughs> I know the feeling. But you know, going back to CSA, I, I looked at it one night, and um, every college or every school in the SEC, the ACC, the Big Ten, the Big Twelve, and the is it Pac-12, I guess? There's some Ivy Leagues yeah, as well. And Ivy League. It was amazing to see those schools that have looked at that. And, you know, 1,360-something views. And, yeah, multi, some of them been multiple. I think, you know, University of Louisville, University, Vanderbilt University, Tennessee, Georgia, Alabama, Kentucky, Duke. I mean, they're just constantly on there back and forth. And um, I think, you know – it's it's an it's it's overwhelming less than a year that thirteen hundred and sixty eight people know his name and and so I noticed you know in your profile in Tennessee high school baseball as rivals dot com has has pushed out um you're projected to be the top right handed pitcher of the class of two thousand twenty five in the whole state of tennessee so how how does that make you feel as it as it as a young athlete coming up, I mean that's that's with your background, with where you've been, and all you played. That's a projection, uh, and something that you hope will be true when you get to 2025. But how does that make you feel as a student athlete? 
it's an honor, but as well as well as as good as that is, I still want to work harder and push myself to be the best that I can be. Because I, I mean, I want to be at the top of that list and uh, have my choice to go wherever I want. Because that's that's just the goals that I that I have, and I have a uh, paper in my room, have my goals written down on it of what I want to do and where where I want to go. So that's that's just a step in the process for me. So we. The short time we have left, just chronicling some of this, uh, you know, some days you get up at 3.30 in the morning. Yes, sir. You go work out at the, your, your coach and working out is? Uh, Will Andrews at TLT Sports. Amazing Willie. man. Amazing man. <laughs> yeah, he does a fantastic job. I've had a, some athletes work with him in the past. But 3.30 in the morning, you know, that's commitment. It um, is. For a 16-year-old kid to, well, young man, huh? he's getting bigger. Yep, he is. <laughs> um, uh 3.45 every morning he gets up, and 3.30, 3.45, he gets up. He's there at 4.50, and, you know, when he's there, he's working out till 6.15, mm-hmm. 6.30. Will's amazing. Well, dang, he, that, that's great for Alec, but for Will to get up that early <laughs> get over there and meet him, that, that's something right there, that's too. There. Oh, yeah. He mm-hmm. is um, – if you're a local athlete in Putnam County or surrounding counties uh, and you want to – get to that next level i think he is the key for sure because he's hard on you but he's really good for these kids you know if you're if you're a senior and you wake up and say i want to play college baseball or college basketball and i want to start working out guess what you're late yeah you're a junior you're late um you better get after it early and then they've got their strength program at at the high school which is amazing and he compounds both of those together and if the resources are out there, you just got to use them. It, it takes a lot of effort nowadays, uh, so much more than it did before. But for sure. uh, we're proud of you, Alec, for doing what you're doing and really look forward to continuing the conversation uh, as the time goes on. We appreciate you coming in on uh, last minute notice today <laughs> uh, and we'll get you back on the show real soon. But uh, good luck this season. Uh, keep working hard. A lot of people out there, probably a whole lot more than, you know, um, out there pulling for you. So just keep working hard and keep the faith and. And uh, great things are going to happen to you. Yes, sir. Thank you. I appreciate that very much. Thanks for joining us.